Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. He's laughing at the fact that I said I still get nervous every time I interview Connor Bedard. I do. I don't care. Who knows? He's 16. I'm 49. I've done thousands of interviews. The kid's eyes just, just pierce right through you. Oh, boy, I love watching him. <clears throat> Biggest reason why this jersey's up here. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show. It is hour two. We're coming to you live from the Stage Bar at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. There's a lot going on, as you see on your screen. The longtime voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Steven, is with us, and I appreciate him doing that, talking sports on this Friday. The Moose is in Arizona doing business. If you looked at his social media, you'd think all he's doing is golfing, but uh, that's what Arizona's for, I guess, and sports. By the way, before we go any further, update... Update from this morning's tiebreakers at the Tim Hortons Briar because we are live across North America on Game Plus TV, daytime sports talk. They are playing the eighth end, one tiebreaker, the two Saskatchewan teams, Colton Flash leading Team Dunstone 7-3. If you think these two teams don't despise each other, you got another, another thing coming. Flash leading the tiebreaker 7-3, and it's a final in the other game. Team Wildcard 3, Jason Gunlison beating Manitoba McEwen. 9-3. So McEwen out going home. Gunlison advancing through the playoffs. Uh, we have a winner. Roger Yee of Calgary has won tickets to the Foreigner Show March 19th and 20th here at Grey Eagle. So thank you for playing, Roger. You'll have your pick of nights. And I'm going to jump right back into the talk here uh, with Mark Stephen and whatever the viewers want to talk about. That's what we love about viewer takeover. By the way, the Major League Baseball lockout is over. They will not miss a game. It was announced overnight, and our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, where do you think the Blue Jays will finish in the American League East this year? First, second, third, fourth, or worse? Last I saw on Twitter, leading the vote is uh, second place. Most of the viewers saying second. Mark has said fourth or worst, so if we can bring Mark back in. i got to do some studying on this, Mark i got to do some studying on it, but you're saying it's because of the skipper that they will Largely, be hamstrung. Yeah. Yankees always strong. Tampa, I don't know how they do it year after year, but they continue to do it, and Boston is always strong as well. So there you are. One, two, three, and somebody's got to be four. Baltimore is light years behind Toronto, so there's your division. Light years behind everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, no that's one of the things that this is all about is right now there's an incentive to finish with a poor record to get higher draft choices. I get the sense that there's no longer going to be an automatic number one pick for the worst team. You'll have a shot. It's much like the NHL. The worst record does not always get the first pick. So it, it uh, dilutes the incentive. So a few things. 
We have our Bet Regal contest rolling that we do it every Friday, and it's become a lot of fun. You, the viewers, pick the featured game of the night or the weekend that you'll be watching the most. We need you to pick the winner of it. Text into our text line with your prediction today, 902-518-3033. If you pick the winner, you'll win a prize package from Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. There are a lot of CFL questions that have come in for Mark and myself but before we do go much further the town is jumping you said it last hour with the flames they are literally on fire pardon the pun 4-1 over the tampa bay lightning last night it'll never be enough revenge for the 2004 stanley cup final but how did you feel that game went last night i thought the flames outclassed tampa for yeah, about 50 minutes yeah, i would agree with that uh, you know johnny goodrow was at the top of his game they all they played very well tampa is a very very good team let's not yeah. uh, forget uh you know could they return to the stanley cup finals again sure i don't think it's out of the question and uh no flames are right on top of their game so let's give them the uh, full credit uh, tampa still is very good though and they're going to win more than their share of games uh, down the stretch here but no flames uh, flames are very good uh you know, they came off a tough game against Washington. I'm not trying to make excuses here, but they're in the middle of a brutal schedule right now. Uh, you know, last night was the first of a three and four. Uh, they played Detroit tomorrow and in Denver on Sunday. So uh, they've had a whole bunch of games before that. So maybe the Washington, they were a little flat, but uh, they came right back. Well, I appreciate yourself, your help with us, with the program here and all the people of Alberta. I'll tell you something. The Flames wrote me yesterday and because they hadn't had room in the press box the past few games. So yeah. I bought tickets. And they, so they got back to me yesterday and they said, Rod, we got room in the press box if you want to come. And I'm like, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was stunned. And I said, I got tickets for the game, but thanks, maybe down the road. And when you say the, gru the grueling schedule, Daryl said it after the game last night. He goes, I think it's more mental than physical. That's what he said. I don't know. Uh, they're winning. So. Well, he's won two cups. I don't want yeah. to disagree with him but too I, much. But I love it because they're playing every night. Yeah. Well, they are playing an awful lot. Daryl's done a really good job. Here's one thing. Nobody talks about it here. They've only used eight defensemen all year. That's, that's the lowest in the league by far. He's done a great job at spreading out their minutes. So I'll give him that. And a lot of guys have had record seasons. I just hope it doesn't catch up with them, which is why I think they're going to be looking at a couple of depth defensemen. They've got a couple of guys that are in the system, but they don't seem to want to play them. So that's where I think they're going uh, because the schedule right now, it's worked out for them, but uh, it's, it's a long grind. If everything goes the way the Flames think it's going to go, They'll be playing hockey three months from today. Yeah. That's still a long time away. So who knows? It's worked out so far. And what are, there's a lot of things that have gone right for the Flames this year. And, you know, they've got a lot of talent. They've been relatively injury-free, too. That's, that's one thing, you know. Their top two lines, I think those guys have missed, like, combined about five games total. So Well, more than anything... Daryl knows what he's doing. Oh, and that, absolutely. Right? And I would credit the therapy staff for what you just said, the lack of injuries. Yeah. But also, I just look at Goudreau. Daryl was so hard on him because he knew what he was capable of. That's all. Yes. And now he's getting it out of him. Yep. You Bingo. Know? That's exactly it. Uh, playing uh, both ends. And uh, as I said earlier in the show, he's a heart contender. And keeps scoring three or four points a game. He could take over yeah. the scoring lead. Tacona in Winnipeg watching says, as a Jets fan, I'll say it, the Flames are the best team in Canada right now and the best shot. That's very exciting. Very exciting for Calgary and for the Flames fans. Um, so we'll turn it to football because it is a football yep. Friday here. There are a few. Aaron B. watching on YouTube says, why haven't the CFL and CFLPA jumped on the labor talks right away? Last thing the CFL needs is any kind of lockout. I think the reason they haven't, 
is from what I've heard, Adam Big Hill's on that executive of the Players Association, and he said this isn't going to be a contentious thing. I don't think they're worried that they're going to get it done. Could not agree with uh, your texture there more. I think it's awful that the two of them oh, you do. haven't sat down. There's a lot, lot of issues here. Look, the teams have, you know, some legitimate concerns. Uh, 2020, no football. Last year was an abbreviated season. And in some jurisdictions, they were capacity limited. So they took uh, a lot of red ink. The players took the brunt of this as well. So I don't want a baseball-style last-minute negotiation where everybody tries to paint the other guy into a corner and squeeze them for the last dime. Each needs the other. I'm floored they haven't sat down. And uh, Randy Ambrosi's making a tour of all CFL cities. It starts here next week. And uh, Randy, if you're watching, I can tell you what question number one is. Why when, are you getting, when are you getting it done? Why haven't you met? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as much as I think Mark and I work very well together, it's, it doesn't mean we're always going to agree. I go with what Big Hill said. This isn't going to be that contentious. I hope he's yes, right. Yes, he's, he's an important vote, but he's one vote. Yeah. And I understand he's in a leadership position, so I'm not going to completely disagree with him. But if it's not contentious, then do it. That's uh, J- yeah. Jason in Red Deer. Mark, what is your favorite play call that you've ever called? Uh, probably the one that was the most exciting and just uh, built. It was in the 14 West Final. John Cornish took a handoff and went 78 yards. Uh, he bounced through everybody. I think he hit everybody in Edmonton at least once on the play. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of them. But that, that's one that kind of stands out. It was really a remarkable run and, uh, you know, got the Stampeders uh, untracked in that game and they went on to win the Grey Cup. Honestly, my mind just went somewhere when he said that. You'll remember the play. Last play, West Semifinal 2012. That's up there, yeah. <laughs> Drew hits uh, a wrong Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right up there, too. That's right up there, too. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of game-winning uh, field goals. Uh, Rene Paredes has kicked many through the years. But probably the one play, uh, you know, the Drew Tate play is a close second, but the John Cornish run. David in Winnipeg. David Ice writes in and says, When will the Stampeders get a new stadium? Bump, bump, bum. A long time away is all I can say. It's a university product, uh, uh, owned by the university. They're going to do nothing more than just maintenance. That's it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very, very frustrating topic. I can't lie to you. When I go to all of the new stadiums or newer stadiums, such as Winnipeg, such as Saskatchewan, such as Hamilton, it's, it's really frustrating. There's no real champion to get a new stadium built. It's... Uh, I'm frustrated. As far as we know, yeah, absolutely. And then the the, uh, Flames Arenas, who knows with that too. But I'll say this at the Saddle Room last night. Again, I was with the fans, and I loved it last night. And, of course, you and I talked when we had lunch last time. I'm a different person from the last time I was in Calgary regularly, college and so forth. I'm like, Thursday night, people are just getting snuckered here. Like, what's going on? It's a Thursday night. Just fine. Then I realized, well, there was a time, Rod, that you would be right. Could have been Monday. But those bathroom lineups were long, but they were moving. Like, I, McMahon doesn't have that, but Saddledome still got all the, I feel, the creature comforts of the new state, new arenas. The, the concourses are a little narrow for their liking. It's still a great barn. It's functional. Yeah. It may be functional plus. McMahon's not that. Functional, no. No, <laughs> no. I agree. Still a great barn, or a great place for football, though. Between the goal lines, 
with seat backs, I think it's as good as it gets with a uh, view of the field. But it's everything else that needs uh, right. renovation. Well, a lot of the things that people don't see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's sort of like Taylor Field. Who was I talking to? Oh, it was Fairholm. Jeff Fairholm was down here. As you know, he lives in uh, Calgary. He said how much he loved Taylor Field. He said, I know it's a dump, but I love it. I'm like, well, Jeff, you didn't have to go to work there every day. Yeah. Especially, that was 30-some years ago that he played there. You know yourself how bad it was. For the all worst. the issues of McMahon, let me just say this. Taylor Field at the end and the current Montreal are miles behind McMahon. Both of them. That's my take. Yeah, I would agree. Darren in Salt Lake City. He's had a lot of questions today. Is he doing about curling? I want to know, what, what does a guy sitting in Salt Lake think about Saskatchewan versus the wild card? <laughs> well, I know. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, Darren says, Rod, what are Mark's feelings about CFL teams trying to reach out to their fan bases in the offseason, like the Red Blacks doing their Behind the R series and also the moves of the new Elks president. How do you like the new, more fan-friendly Canadian football? Go for it. Sure, why not? I've seen those uh, specials. They're tremendous. Uh, the Edmonton Elks president certainly seems to be a real ball of fire, reconnecting that team to the community. So whatever you can do, why not? Because the CFL is dominant for roughly six months and then, uh, you know, kind of goes into the background a bit for a few months. So sure, go for it. It's great. Greg, with two G's, watching on YouTube says, not sure if you had heard this, but the MLS has surpassed the NHL as the fourth most watched sports league in the USA. Is this bad news for the NHL? Holy smokes. Could I get into that one? Nah. It's, it's a, if it's head-to-head -head markets, maybe, but in different seasons, different markets, I, I don't have. Post the link. Send me the link. I'd like to see the stats. Yeah. Because to be honest, I will say this. I'm sitting in the saddle dome last night in the sea of red, and I'm thinking this is so awesome. The restrictions are gone. It, it was a party, as I say. And I look at Florida, where the Panthers, where I'll be headed in a couple of weeks, and I'll be there for a good measure of time. They don't have this. Mm -hmm. Even with one of the best teams in the NHL, they struggle to get coverage. I haven't. When I say why I was stunned that the Flames reached out to me and said, Rod, we have room for you tonight if you want to come. Canadian NHL teams don't do that. You know what I mean? What? I hear you what you're saying. But in Florida, no, but I'm telling you, I never yeah. did tell you this. With the Panthers, when I first started going there in September, they said, Rod, what, what do you need? How can we help you? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And she said, nobody asked to interview us. Nobody covers us down there. And even just now, wow. they're getting some front page coverage in South Florida as this tremendous hockey team. But guess what? There's not a lot else going on right now. Dolphins aren't playing. Heat aren't very good. So now they're, I'm just saying that the NHL struggled before. And now if ML, in the States, and if the MLS is now significant competition to them. I know what you're saying. Like maybe in Orlando, viewership's high because yeah. they have a team there, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm I'd not like sure I it believe down. it, but I don't, know if, I don't know if the NHL's growing in America is my sense. Hard to say, yeah, but uh, I'd like to break down some of those figures. Yeah, I hear you. Then uh, might be different ways to look at it, but I'm not writing it off. MLS has a great base, but uh, I'd like to see the figures. Uh, another one, by the way, I must mention, and I said to Mark how much there is going on uh, in this particular area, this part of the province. Uh, the Hitmen are on the road. I should look at tonight's Western Hockey League games. The Hitmen are at the Moose Jaw Warriors. The Regina Pats and Connor Bedard 
are home to Lethbridge, Winnipeg Ice at Brandon, Medicine Hat at Red Deer, Edmonton at Swift Current, Blades at PA, Vancouver at Tri-City, and Victoria at Prince George. 7,500 at the Hitman game the other day, including the Hitman himself. Yeah. <laughs> On that, well, it was Bret Hart day, so he had to be, but... They love their junior hockey here, too, eh? Hitman have done a really good job of appealing to a hockey market, uh, minor hockey players, minor hockey things. Yeah, they're one of the top-drawing teams all across the CHL. They've, uh, you know, separated themselves uh, from the Flames, who are in a different strata than they are. They've done a really good job, and it's a very well-run franchise. It's what you would want at a junior hockey game. I saw tons of kids, little girls in pigtails and their Hitman jerseys. That's what you want. Right? Absolutely. No. And I yeah. went to the first time Connor Bedard was through here, went there, and that's exactly what it was. It was a loud, noisy stadium, but so what? Who cares? By the way, I had uh, Connor on yesterday. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, uh, the jersey over the shoulder. This is going to the Gray Eagle Golf Tournament reluctantly. I don't want to give it up. I can see why, yeah. What a beautiful jersey. What did you think of Bedard? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, that one goal he got, the one between the legs there. We were right there, just out of camera frame is where we were, my son and I. And it was it was unbelievable. The place when he scored that goal stopped. I don't think anybody knew what they saw. And then all of a sudden people started to murmur and say, oh my goodness, what was that? So, no, he, I, I was, I'll be blunt. I was highly skeptical of bringing a 15-year-old thousands of miles away to Regina just because it wasn't home. I really had my doubts. I don't know him as a person. But, uh, you know, he is very young. But hockey-wise, he fits right in. He's amazing. Uh, I don't know how he's fitting in, adapting as a young man, 16 years old. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's impressive. So my skepticism level has dropped. He's one of the most mature players on that team, maybe in the whole league. That's the other thing. Good. And uh, I was at Super Bowl that weekend when the Pats were here. They were talking about the goal down there. And people had it on their phones. What What a time to be alive. Back with more uh, with Mark Stephen, taking some of your questions and comments, and Mike Wilner coming up from the Toronto Star to talk Blue Jays baseball because they're back. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Football Friday continues. We are live across all 10 provinces on Game Plus Television and 31 U.S. states. Live streaming on YouTube. And you can always listen to rodpeterson.com slash listen live. If you look there, you saw the ad on the wall for Bianca Del Rio. She's performing tonight, female comedian. And I'll be in attendance in the sold-out show. Congratulations to Roger Yee, by the way, for winning our foreigner contest for tickets to the shows coming up March 19th and 20th. And our betregal.ca contest is live now. Text us throughout the, the program today, 902-518-3033. Pick your featured game of the weekend and pick the winner. And if you are correct, we will randomly select a winner for a prize package from our sponsors at betregal.ca. Uh, Bo Halverson writing in, he says, a Colton Flash 9-5 win. 9-5 over Team Dunstone in the tiebreaker at the Briar. Mark was chuckling at the, my enthusiasm on that. You know why I was following this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I get it. It's, uh, it's the Briar. Big Canadian event. Just down the road in Lethbridge. Yep. Sports update out of Singapore. 
Brazil's John Hands of Stone Lineker knocked out Brazilian-Canadian Bibiano The Flash Fernandez to win the one championship bantamweight title this morning in the co-main event of the one Lights Out Mixed Martial Arts card. That's the MMA association founded by Victor Kuit, mm -hmm. president of the Edmonton Elks, and that's why I wanted to put that in there. So it wasn't like it was a morning card. It just happened our time this morning. In Lausanne, Switzerland, the Russian Olympic Committee made an urgent appeal today to overturn a ban on its athletes competing at a European winter sports festival in Finland. The Court of Arbitration for Sports said it was setting a timetable for the case ahead of the Winter European Youth Olympic Festival being held from March 20th to the 25th. And Tyler McGregor had four goals and two assists to help Canada's Paralympic hockey team advance to the gold medal game of the Beijing Games. Billy Bridges had a hat trick as Canada routed South Korea 11-0 in a semifinal today. Canada will play the USA or China for gold on Saturday. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the tap, Brewhouse and drive through liquor store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. So Russia's fighting back, Mark on their bans for worldwide sporting events. Are we surprised by that? No, but I, I do feel for some of the athletes that are kind of trapped in the middle, but this is just where we are. This is the reality, and uh, it's going to impact some athletes, going to impact some people. What's the, if this is still going on, what does the NHL do with visas for players next year? Canadian and you know, play in Canada, play in the United States? I don't know. But, you know, this is far bigger than sports and uh, the Youth Olympics or whatever it is. But to be honest with you, it is bigger than sports, but that's what people don't understand. It's still their job. It's like this Major League Baseball lockout ending. I'm reading it, reading up on yeah. it. Some of the players didn't have their visas in order yet, so now they're scrambling yeah. to yeah. travel to spring training and so forth. So while people say it's just sports, it's their livelihood. Yeah, it's no, their I job. understand. Yeah. I, I get it. It's a very tough situation. I mean... But until this thing is over with, there's going to be increasing sanctions and squeezed on anybody associated with Russia. A couple of our partner mentions. Hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. Great Western, the best beer in the game. Rods Rants are for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Reach us at 306-781-2090 for any and all of your water softener needs. Mark usurped the Rods rant today, saying the Blue Jays are going nowhere with Charlie Montoya as their skipper. I like. I didn't mean to take that from you. <laughs> no, no, I, it's, I could take a day off. Trust me, I'm okay oh. with that. And uh, by the way, Tough Tribe for Men has made the road trip. Tough Tribe for Men men's hair products contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at Tough Tribe for Men. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. By the way, you see this lovely Bo Levi Mitchell jersey adorning the set just over my left shoulder. I see Bo's back in town because I see on Instagram a photo from his daughter's hockey game. From what I understand of the people around Bo, he has really embraced Calgary mm -hmm. to the point where... They're saying that he might be on the TSN panel whenever he's done. That might be 10 years from now. Yeah, who knows? Did you see him not being a coach, being more of a broadcaster, or could do whatever he wanted? He's one of those guys. Yeah, one of those guys. I mean, I, I could see him being a coach because football is what he loves. It's pretty much all he, not all, but it uh, occupies a substantial portion of his time. But 
I, I could see both, yeah, I, I would say. But, uh, you know, uh, Bo Baldwin, his coach at Eastern Washington, uh, might get him into coaching. Now He's now at another school. He brought uh, J.C. Sherrod in. So, I don't know. He's got a lot of ways to go. But hopefully that's not a decision for down the road. A, a while. few years. Uh, yeah. but that's, I get it. But I can't remember who I was with the other day. And they said, Bo has his eyes on that TSN spot. And I said, I, don't, I didn't know there was a TSN spot. Well, that's just it. Just wait a few years. I mean... I don't know what the panel will look like in three years, five years. I don't have a clue. So mm -hmm. see what happens when it happens. Where do you... I know I asked you this the last time you were on, and I think I wrote it down. I'd have to go through my notes. Because you made your West Division predictions, yep. did you not, the last time? Yep. Refresh my memory, Mark. Winnipeg, Calgary, Saskatchewan, Edmonton, BC. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Bombers, because you're the best until somebody proves otherwise? That's, that, that's exactly it, yeah. Yeah, that, no, that's fair. That's that's they are two time. Can they make it three? I don't know. It's uh, it's rare, but uh, I wouldn't say it never. Well, and Huff has come on and said on this show that they went through a mini rebuild and nobody really noticed. This was the youngest roster you guys had fielded in yep. years. Yeah. And he was happy to just make the playoffs. Yep. So it's, this is the year to. Yep, take, take the next step. They were really good in the second half last year. Uh, ran into some tough, uh, choppy waters in the playoff game against Saskatchewan. I mean, Rennie Paredes, who was fantastic all season long, had his one-off game of the year, and that was the one. As you know, Mark Killam was on with us last Friday, yep. the special teams coordinator, and he said that Rennie Paredes is very close to retiring, but he couldn't have left under that. Yeah. What, he missed three in the playoff yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah. So he's coming. Four all season. Yeah, and then three. Yeah. Until that game. Yeah. So it was way uncharacteristic. The other sense that I got from both Marks when they were down here, Mueller and Killam, is that the Elks, not like they weren't your top rival, but they darn sure are now. Five meetings this year yeah. before the playoffs even happen. Yeah. Yep. Preseason and then uh, two in each building. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Do you want to go out on a limb and say what you see for the Edmonton Elks this year? Because, obviously, I've become a Jones guy. You knew yeah. him long before yeah. I did because he was here. But you know how he operates. Yeah, well, first of all, if he uh, stays within the lines, maybe he'll be okay. <laughs> They're not, you know, I don't know. You know, he's going to certainly uh, tear the roster apart, uh, and he should. I mean, he's taking over a team. Don't know what their quarterback picture is. It's nice they've got a big receiver. Who's going to get him the ball? I don't know. I... I I guess I would just look at the Saskatchewan model when he was three years. The first year was not good because he was doing a lot of uh, rebuilding and evaluating. I don't know if that's going to be the case in Edmonton. So for that reason, until I get a better feel of them, I'm a little reluctant to endorse them wholeheartedly. Well, you know, it's funny what you say about the Saskatchewan thing, and we talk about it and we think about it all the time, the Jones era. Yep. I've never really said this on the air, and people have said you should save it for a book. But with Jones, the knock on him is that he can't find a quarterback. And he doesn't have a marquee guy now yet in Edmonton that he couldn't find and develop one. Yeah, you know what fair. I mean? Yeah. Well, I think he went out and signed Zach Caleros in free agency in 2017. Yep. But for what I'll just say football gods, Zach couldn't get on the field when it mattered yeah. there. But then he goes to Winnipeg and leads him to back-to-back -back Grey Cups. Like, what, how do you explain that? So Jones found his guy. Yeah. He just wasn't healthy. Yeah, yeah. Hard to say. But uh, so we'll see what he does. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, he has sort of an up and down time in Saskatchewan. But uh, we'll see if the same uh, rules and everything applies because he's got full control there. But it's going to be an amazing summer. 
Yep. Right, of, yep. of CFL football yep. with some wild storylines. Yep, no question. It'll be a lot of fun. And back to a full normal season. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, all 18 games, but yeah. I'm, I'm not quite done on this yet because for whatever reason, Jones has been firing these pot shots at Cody Fajardo's feet. And I don't know, or just in front of his feet. I don't know if that's... Like, what's that all about? Haven't you got enough to worry about a 3-11 and team? I'm shocked when I saw that. None of your business. I have no idea yeah. why he's doing... But you also know him because you worked with him yeah. firsthand. He doesn't care. Well, I think that's the issue, yeah. it's. I would hope that somebody from the Elks board of directors just pulled him over and said, you know, we got enough to worry about here. Let Saskatchewan be Saskatchewan, you know. Well, but... It seems to me like Victor Kui and Jones might be cut from the same cloth a little bit, and mm-hmm. Victor's like, hey, you go ahead and say whatever you want. Just I, thought it, I thought it was a little out of bounds, but we'll move on, I guess, right? Well, I, I just got a kick out of it. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't, you see the pressure on one Cody Fajardo yep. in the Wheat Province this year. Yep. And you were calling the game here. Did you see when he was losing it on his receivers on the sideline? Yep. What did you think when that was going? I found that very out of character. I agree. I think it's he had some things to repair, uh, relationships to repair. So uh, it wasn't a good luck. And where do you see the BC Lions fitting in? Because they've been in no man's land since Wally left. Yeah. That is a fact. Yeah. You got him fifth. And that's not because they're going to be terrible they're just in a very tough division i would assume is well, what and saying. that's the point but uh it's a noble experiment to bring in these two promising young quarterbacks but you know combined how many passes have they thrown and uh, they're going to be throwing right into the fire and i promise you uh, you know the stampeders aren't going to take it easy because they've got two young quarterbacks there on them and neither will anybody else so uh, i'm skeptical till i see this work i guess we'll find out stampeders play them in the first preseason game but uh, that's the reason that i have them last they've got some good pieces elsewhere i like tj lee in the secondary i think he's very good we talked earlier in the program about their linebacking core which i like very much um you know brian burnham is one of the top uh, receivers in the league but uh, just at the most uh, crucial position i don't think they have the experience it's a major roll of the dice. Sure I guess it is. It's uh, bet it is. appropriate Absolutely. that we're broadcasting yeah. from a casino and to be talking about that. But just uh, just a couple more minutes left with Mark, and then we'll bring in Mike Wilner. And whatever your last words are, as John Lynch has the last word, I'll get you yours, Mark. But Danny Austin was on here yesterday talking about the Argos in Toronto, and he's a Toronto guy, as you know, and he thinks it's beyond repair. How did you feel? Yeah, it's, it's hard to argue with that. I would love it if they could get York University up to CFL standards. They've got a stadium there, build it, uh, because I think there is a CFL market in Toronto. It's just not downtown. Uh, You know, the GTA supplies innumerable players to the CFL, obviously because of the population, but also per capita, and they service a lot of the schools in Ontario. So I think there is a Canadian football market there. It's just not downtown where they're immediately compared to the you know, guys down the street, the Raptors, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Blue Jays and everything. Get out of downtown and make it uh, more of a suburban team. Uh, I think that's the only hope. I'm with you. It's uh, frustrating to watch uh, those itty-bitty crowds at some of their games there. Well, just, and the last point, I don't know if you heard Tori Gurley's answer last hour. I was shocked when the viewer said, Tori, what do you think about the NFL in Toronto? And Tori goes, I'd support it. It'd be great. BMO was great when it was f- filled. I don't support it. I don't. No, no, for a lot of reasons. First, in the lots, you know, in Toronto, they get all bug-eyed about this. First, they look at the Sky Dome. 
I don't call it Rogers because the guy tried to kill the CFL. The Sky Dome, and they say, it's a nice practice facility. Where's the stadium? That's what they'd say to a Toronto NFL team, prospective NFL team. It's not up to standards. So that's one. Be billions upon billions of dollars. You don't think there aren't lots of markets in the United States clamoring for a franchise? I mean, or around the world. Yeah. Yeah, and not Toronto. So uh, I don't know why they keep uh, bringing this up to Toronto's just, you know, Roger Goodell gets up every morning and says, we're one day closer to getting Toronto in the league. No, he doesn't. And He said uh, the opposite, actually. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, so it's Toronto. Let me put it this way. Didsbury, Alberta will be in the NFL before Toronto because there's no <laughs> land acquisition cost. You can build a new stadium out there. So there you go. When will Write Didsbury, it down. When will Didsbury be in the league? Never. Big chuck wagon community, though, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice place. But, uh, Mark, this has been fantastic. We'll see you at the buffet. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed it, and thanks to As all always. the viewers and listeners. The voice of the Calgary Stampeders from AM770 CHQR, Calgary, Mark Stephen. We'll be right back and talk a little Blue Jays with Mike Wilner after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and if you missed any of the show, you can always catch on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed rp show continues on a football friday but we're switching gears a little bit because there will be a major league baseball season. Players have voted to accept management's latest offer for a new labor deal, paving the way to end a 99-day lockout and salvage a 162-game regular season. Owners were unanimous in their approval of the package, which still needs ratification by all players. And here to talk about how that affects the Toronto Blue Jays, and all the wonderful fans across this country and around the globe is Mike Wilner. You know him, you love him, longtime Blue Jays broadcaster, writer, podcaster. Hey, Mike, happy uh, new year. How, how did you feel when the news came down that they're saying play ball? Yeah, I was, I was pretty surprised. You know, if you, uh, if you tune in to uh, the latest edition of my podcast, which came out yesterday, uh, really bad timing. I, I was, you know, we recorded it Wednesday night and it looked pretty bleak. Um, it looked like once again the owners had had uh, pulled the football away, Lucy style, um, and you know they they got so close on Wednesday, but then all of a sudden they threw the international draft into the mix, and and that sort of blew it up. Um, same way that they added another. Oh, by the way, let's talk about this on February twenty eighth when they got so close after midnight, and I, and I really thought that. Uh, that we were done uh, until like after Victoria Day, Father's Day, something like that. I would have, I would have bet a lot on no chance for 162 games. Uh, so I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm glad they worked it out. They were so close, and it was such a, a, a little amount to be um, really, really intransigent over. And I'm glad the players made some serious, serious gains because. You know, they, they should. They're getting the raw end, and they, they continue to, but it's a little less raw now. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not anti-union after a lifetime in the broadcasting business. I kind of wish that we'd had one. So I, I get it. Believe me, I, I get it. But before we talk about on-field play, let me just ask you this. Were they cognizant of the damage being done to the sport while this was playing out? Were they hearing what fans and media were saying? Or do, do you really think they care, Mike? I don't think the owners care. I, I, I do think the players do. I don't think the owners do at all. I, I think that so many of these... Um, all of them, right? All of the uh, owners of major sports franchises don't live in the real world. Um, they, they're in their billionaire bubble. They live uh, a life that has, bears no resemblance to the life that any of the rest of us live, the 99.99% who don't have that kind of money. Um, so no, I, I don't think they care. I, I think that they believe... Um, the fans will always come back. Uh, they don't care as long as they're getting their TV money. And you remember, while you know, uh, while during the lockout, over the course of the 99 days, Major League Baseball signed new deals with ESPN and ESPN Plus and Apple TV Plus to broadcast their games. So, uh, no, I, I honestly don't think they care at all. To the on-field play, our poll question today is where do you think the Blue Jays will finish and the majority voting for second place in the American League East? Well, I'm sure you've made a prediction, Mike. What are you, what are you thinking? How would you vote on that? I wouldn't vote on that because I'm voting complete right now because nothing's done, right? The, the, uh, the off-season was scuttled on December 1st, so teams are still in their building phases. And I think over the course of the next two weeks, maybe even the next week, there's going to be a crazy amount of trades and free agent signings and teams are going to be completely and wholly reshaped. Uh, the Blue Jays are in very, 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 very good shape right now. They could use um, a third baseman and they could stand not to have Randall Grichuk being their designated hitter, which is how it shapes up right now. Uh, I wrote uh, an article in the start today talking about the changes that they need to make and the improvements that they still need. There are, there are about four second, third, DH, and fifth starter, uh, but they're very well positioned to be able to do all the things they want to do. I think that, uh, you know, last year was was just a taste. Um, and we may look at last year and see it as sort of being the 1983 for people who have memories that long. Um, the They're about to be the springboard. And now that there's another team in the playoffs or, you know, six playoff teams instead of five, there's really no reason to believe that the Blue Jays won't be in the playoffs every year for the foreseeable future. Wow. Well, that's uh, certainly very optimistic. The Jays fans will love hearing that. By the way, I was reading an article this morning at USA Today about what we can expect when baseball does come back when the regular season starts. And one of those is the DH. Now in both leagues, they say Shohei Otani will be the only pitcher batting in Major League Baseball. That'll be a big change for uh, the NL fans to get used to. Yeah, and and I think a welcome change. Maybe, you know, not for some of the older fans. And uh, um, Look, it's fun to see a pitcher get a hit. It is. It really is fun to see a pitcher get a hit. It was amazing to see Bartolo Colon hit that home run with six or seven years ago in San Diego. It almost never happens. 90% of pitcher at-bats are useless, a waste of time, and nothing happens. Um, it, pitchers pitchers coming to the plate, are it, it's they're overmatched. It's terrible. It, it, it's no fun to watch. And 
you know, uh, for all the the uh, bleeding about all the more strategy in the National League, what's the strategy? You walk the eight hitter so you can get to the guy who can't hit and end the inning. You know, um, it, it will be much, much, much better to be able to see nine players in a batting order who actually have a chance. Uh, I'm very, you know, this is a long overdue thing. Absolutely. It's so nice uh, hearing from you, Mike. So nice seeing you. For the Jays fans now and all of Major League Baseball, now that they're back, where can they follow your stuff if they're watching right now? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Wilnerness. They can find me at the thestar.com and the pages of the Toronto Star. Uh, I never know whether it's .com or .ca, but I think it's .com. Um, and, uh, and of course, please listen to the podcast. You know, I, I keep finding people who follow me on Twitter who don't know that I have a podcast. We just had our 50th episode. I tweet the hell out of it and I'm, I feel like too much. I feel like it gets to the point where I'm annoying about it, but I still find so many people who don't know about it. So deep left field, go to your uh, favorite pod catcher and find deep left field. Uh, this week we had Susan Waldman on, who is the radio voice of the Yankees and Aaron Abrams, who uh, is in CTV's Children Ruin Everything and, and is a fantastic Jays fan. And, uh, and someday we'll have you on and, and things will be, uh, you know, we'll, our worlds will collide that way. DeepLeftField.com. Well, as you know, in this country, you don't have to look far for hockey podcasts left and right, but for good baseball podcasts, this is where you want to check it out. Mike, again, thanks for the time. Good luck with it. Enjoy the season. We'll be chatting uh, down, the, down the road here. You bet, Rod. Thanks for having me. Blue Jays broadcaster, podcaster, writer, Mike Wilner. We'll be back with overtime with all of your comments, some contest winners. When we return, we're broadcasting live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One more time from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. A chilly morning out here in the foothills. But warming up through the weekend where the sports action is going to get very hot. It is overtime and we are asking our viewers throughout the program, throughout the weekend, to designate your featured game for betregal.ca and then pick the winner. I'll give you an example of somebody who's watching. Glenn in Medicine Hat writes and he says, The game of the weekend is the Heritage Classic. Leafs over the Sabres with the Leafs starting their rookie in net for the win. I starting, like of course, it. because they have to. There you go. That's Clark chiming in. I like it. So that's see Glenn saying, what's the game you are most excited for and who's going to win it? And if you're right, you'll win a prize package from betregal.ca, our exclusive betting partner, which incidentally, you can bet on the NLL at BetRegal. And tonight... It's Albany and Halifax. That game's going to be on TSN. Panther City at Colorado. Saskatchewan Rush at San Diego. That can be watched on ESPN Plus and TSN.ca. Saturday, three games. New York's at Rochester. Halifax at Georgia. Philadelphia at Buffalo. And Toronto at Vancouver. And Dan Dawson will become the NLL all-time games played leader this weekend for Toronto. We went through the NHL schedule 
We've gone through the WHL schedule. We've got Mark's West Division CFL picks. I'm reserving mine. I'm like Mike Wilner who said it's incomplete. It's incomplete, right? There's still some stuff to come down the pipe in the CFL before all said and done, before training camps open. Uh, Jack in Vulcan writes in, says, uh, Rod and Mark, where do you think Nick Arbuckle will end up? Nick Fatty Arbuckle, as I always called him. Mark, you're old enough to remember Fatty Arbuckle, the silent film star. I got in so much hell for calling him Fatty Arbuckle. I'm not saying he's fat. It's just a nickname. You got it. Uh, we just said, is he not in Edmonton? Like Mark literally said, I don't know where he's going to end up, but he's under contract with the Edmonton Elks. And I'm sure you know something that we don't, Jack. But that's all we know. I, I'm going to guess Edmonton. Uh... Let's go to a sports update here in the time. Well, we got lots of time left here. Tyler McGregor had four goals and two assists to help Canada's Paralympic hockey team advance to the gold medal game of the Beijing Games. Billy Bridges had a hat trick as Canada routed South Korea 11-0 in a semifinal this morning. Canada will play the USA for either, uh, sorry, will play the USA or China for gold on Saturday. In the NHL, the surging Washington Capitals are in Vancouver tonight. The Canucks are riding a three-game win streak and have won eight of their last ten. Elsewhere, the Winnipeg Jets search for their third straight win as they face the New York Islanders on Long Island. And they're very excited down there in New York. Chevy home. The former Islanders defenseman, now the general manager of the Winnipeg Jets. The Toronto Raptors continue their six-game road trip by taking on the first-place Phoenix Suns tonight. The Suns on the NBA's best record of 53-13. and and have already clinched a playoff spot. Toronto managed to snap a three-game slide on Wednesday with a 119-104 victory over the Spurs in San Antonio. Maybe the Moose will take in that game tonight in Phoenix. That's where he is, and that's why he hasn't been with us for most of this week and won't be with us on Monday. Darren Moose DuPont, the president and CEO of DuPont Media, down there uh, doing advanced work for Super Bowl 2023, or we'll be broadcasting live next year. In the NFL, speaking of, the Los Angeles Chargers have reportedly agreed to acquire star defensive end Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears for two draft picks. The Chargers are expected to send a second-round pick this year and a 2023 sixth-round selection to the Bears for the three-time All-Pro defender. NFL free agency kicking off next week, and the the beginning, the commencement of their calendar year beginning next Wednesday. That's when all these trades will reportedly become official and become get announced. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. For Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Well, that almost concludes our broadcast day. We've got a few minutes left, and I'll turn it over to the viewers here in the full on viewer takeover. Make it good. BW, I, I should almost, if I could figure that computer out, I would bring Mark back on because he knows this area far better than me. But BW, watching on YouTube, says Okotoks has a better stadium than Foothills. Oh, that's for baseball. They got a pretty nice hockey rink, too, 
And I have not written down what tonight's AJHL playoff games are. I think I'm going to take, well, I know I'm going to take a night off tonight from watching Junior A playoffs and enjoy the Bianca Del Rio show here at the sold-out event center. <laughs> Jeff the Stamps fan says Chris Jones is probably trying to sign Bernie Kosar. How about that? <laughs> Mark liked that one. Mark sitting on the apron, as they say, the apron of the stage here at Gray Eagle. Uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, have a great weekend, everyone. Go Pats, go. Regina Pats home tonight to the Lethbridge Hurricanes and Saturday night to the Calgary Hitmen, who are struggling somewhat on this Eastern trip, the Hitmen. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, enjoy the weekend. Some people need to listen a little better. Tacona in Winnipeg says, Rod, game of the weekend, Jets versus Blues. Jets will win 3-1 on Sunday. You got to write into the text line because that's where we're tracking it. 902-518-3033. Mark watching on YouTube says, Wilner, you need a haircut. Well, as we found out, um, he's a big COVID, not supporter, but a lockdown supporter. Won't say where we heard it, but... He's obviously locked down. He's not cutting his hair. That's his choice. Ryan in Toronto says, what's Mike's take on the universal DH? Well, we got to that. He says it's long overdue. Long overdue. Darren watching on YouTube regarding the NFL in Toronto says, NFL franchise sites in the U.S. currently are St. Louis, Oakland, San Diego, San Antonio, and Portland. So you think of all those places ahead of Toronto before the NFL would even consider coming to Toronto, which they're not because they're looking at Mexico City, Europe, and all the rest. Okay, thank you to Mark Steven, Tori Gurley, Mike Wilner. Most of all, you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enter the Bet Regal Contest. We'll see you back here Monday at noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.